It's The Strip with Walter and Money. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by the A-Bomb radio application and radio station. Tonight's curious adventure, the case of the cornered godfather. In an abandoned ranch, a heavier set mobster sits across from his younger associate, ready to discuss a shady deal. You find the place okay? Yeah, but uh, when you said abandoned ranch, I didn't know you meant this kind of abandoned. <laughs> okay, son. All jokes out of the room now. Yeah, yeah, boss. Okay. Are you aware of what we might be working on as a project today? I'm pretty sure, but uh, even if I'm wrong, I'll do whatever it takes. Anytime. My, uh associate predicts you aren't experienced in such matters. I've carried out my share of jobs. Wouldn't call them large, but small and medium. For me? Yeah, for some of your associates. Well, here's the deal, Evan. Or more likely, your window of opportunity into the family itself. Yes, boss. Anything. Good. Because most of my guys are out of town taking care of something. And I got no one else to take care of this. But before I go further, am I gonna hear a yes out of you? Yes. Good. So if that's the case, I'll skip the formalities and start you on this little quest. Should be a cakewalk, Evan. Anything, boss. Anything. There's a man that owes us kickback for a loan. His name is Dan Johnson. A few lookouts told me he was in town this week. I thought this would be the right time to act. We're a generous family. But when you run off with our money and forget about us, what do you expect? A wooden spoon to the back of the wrist? I'm sorry to hear you put up with the trouble, boss. Don't worry about it. He slit his own throat. It happens. But to make matters worse for us both, he was spotted at the Gomorrah out of all places. Probably spending our free money on blackjack and call girls. Make no mistake. Dan may be a stupid piece of garbage, but he knows how to stay hidden. He was spotted in the Gomorrah, correct? This doesn't mean he can hide for long, right? The Gomorrah is Sal and Nero territory. That's a big no-no. We can't afford a war. And especially because we couldn't handle our own affairs outside of their casino. So this is how it's going to play out. You either find a way to put that sucker in the ground and make it look like an accident. Or do it when he leaves. Your choice, but don't wing it. Dan Johnson, yeah, yeah, you got it, boss. Don't worry, I'm your man. I sure hope so. We're a little, uh, tight on money. Because there's a war going on. So, any reparations you can pick off of Danny will be appreciated. And you better not hold out on me, kid. Yeah, don't you worry, boss. I'll kill that robber and bury him in the Mojave where no one can find him. Trust me, I can do this. Clean. Well, it better be. 
Dan had been a valuable customer of mine for a while now, and he's had his few slip-ups. But robbing me blind is where I cut it. You do this, and we can start discussing your place on the pedestal. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory before those Legion parasites move in. You can already consider this thing done, boss. And I'm glad I could formally meet you, sir. Likewise, Evan. Likewise. But as I said, don't wing it. Once it's done, come to this address. We can discuss business then. Thank you, sir. Best of luck. I never seen so much caps in one place. <laughs> I'm gonna make it big here. I'll tell you what. Hey, hey, hey. Who wants more jet? I'll go get us some more. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, girls. I'll be back. Yeah? What do you want? I'm sorry, sir. There's a few men outside that want to see you. Oh, yeah? What for? They wouldn't say. Something about being a loyal customer of something. Sounds like they want to pay you. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't want to miss it. Sounds important. I can escort you down. Don't worry. We'll leave the room as you let. Mm, okay, buddy. I'll take you up on that. Because, hey, can never have enough money now, can you? <laughs> yeah. You're right about that. All right, girls. You stay right there. Danny's going to be back soon. Well, what's wrong? Ain't you coming along? Yeah, yeah, sure. Just that. I never seen you around here before. You new or something? New? Oh, no, sir. I'm not new. I I think I've seen you around you myself, actually. Now, come on. Let's not keep them waiting. All right, pal. All right. Who do you say these people were again? How about we just get moving? I says who? Big shots. What kind of big shots? The big shots. You'll see if you're following me downstairs. Now, how's about we get moving, partner? What the heck is that thing sticking out of your coat pocket? It's... it's nothing. What do you mean, it's nothing? That's a wire! You were planning on choking me, weren't ya? Well, I'm not gonna let some... Ah! You ain't gonna kill me! I ain't gonna let ya! Oh, yeah? Then think again. No! Wait! It sure is a gruesome scene, isn't it? You're telling me. Two big blasts of the chest and stripped down to an undershirt and skivvies. <laughs> Sounds like a night of fun gone wrong. That's because it was. None of the neighboring rooms heard. The joint was jumping last night. But if you want my two cents, the crook wanted to show the sweethearts he had over his snazzy gun collection while he was high. But the gun's missing, O'Kelly. And shouldn't your boys be frisking customers at the gate before entering the casino? We occasionally get a few slippers by. It's not that hard to get in with small guns, really. Then how have you been assessing the situation since discovering the man's body? Don't worry on our part. We've been padding, searching, and shaking down all of our girls for the gun. Nobody's leaving this place without having their pockets turned out. Well, what about the ones who are with him? I'm sure they've seen something out of the ordinary last night. We're sending them up now. But like I said, don't you worry about us. We just need some sniffers on the trail for this criminal. That is, unless we find out that one of our escorts caused any of this. 
Well, do you know anything about the man? Anything significant? Yeah. His name is, uh, uh, was Dan Johnson. A very regular customer of ours as of last week. Seemed as if every day he would make the trip as of recently. Well, what would he do regularly? Like anyone would do here. Play the tables, drink some booze, spend the night. Hmm. Sounds like a normal enough customer. Was there anything peculiar about him? Yeah. In fact, when he first came to us, he seemed to have an unusually large amount of money to spend on chips and such. We didn't pay it any mind. We're quite used to high rollers coming in here. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, I guess you could say he was loud. But really nothing else for the record. Heck, the only way I knew his name is because he'd yell, I'm Dan Johnson, I'm Dan Johnson, while he was drunk out of his own gourd. A loudmouth gambler, eh? Hmm, might be part of the source of his demise. Yelling like that can attract a lot of attention to yourself. Plenty here. And you found him this way exactly? Yes, sir. Flat on his back, on the bed. And the door flung wide open. Hmm. Looks to me, whoever it was, didn't take the time to cover up when he had the chance. Could have at least closed the door on his way out. Well, let's remember, Walter. There were witnesses in the room. I'm sure he didn't want the escorts to see him any clearer than he already was. Which reminds me. Are any of them ready to come forward yet? That should be them now. O'Kelly, we got Sage here to see the detectives. What? Why just Sage? Where's the other two? Both said they were too high or drunk to remember, but Sage says she caught most of it. (sighs) All right then, send her in. Hello. Sage, is it? Yes, that's right. We're Walter and Bunny. We're the ones looking into this matter. You wouldn't mind answering a few questions for us, would you? No, no, I wouldn't mind. Good. It shouldn't be long. But first, can you tell us what you were doing when you were called to be with this man? I was at a blackjack table, smooth-talking some of the men there. They were looking pretty drunk when my boss, Cachino, hooked me up with this guy, Dan. Uh Uh-huh. What happened then? The guy already had two of my friends around his arm, so I joined them. Simple as that. He led us up to his room, and we got settled down. I'm assuming there were cams involved? Yes. Lots. What kind? Jet and Medex, mostly. He was the one doing them the most, but he was also drinking a lot of beer and bourbon together. The girls sort of got into it and joined him. And how long did that last? I sort of lost track of time, but I think... probably 30 minutes. That's helpful. And how did this happen? Dan said he'd be heading out to grab some more chems for us, but he was interrupted by some knocks at the door. He answered it, and some younger-looking guy was at the door. Really? Any other distinctive features you can tell me about him? From what I remember, he had a dark brown or black suit on. Bow tie on it, too. His hair was brown, short, and slicked backward. I... I don't remember anything else. That's a big help, Sage. Then what? Dan and him were mumbling about something for a little while until we started hearing screaming. The man rushed Dan to the foot of the bed while grabbing his arms, and before you knew it, the man put a hole in Dan's chest. Rushed out in the blink of an eye. How horrifying. Horrifying indeed. And that was the last you saw of him? Yes. The man was long gone after that. And did you manage to see the gun the man was holding when it all happened? Was it smaller or bigger? Oh, I couldn't see it. I was lying on the bed, so Dan's back was blocking the other man. Thank you, ma'am. If there's anything more you can tell us... Oh, um... 
Mr. Kelly, do you think I could ask the detectives something private while they're here? Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever. Just be quick about it. I will. Is there something wrong? Listen to me. Everything I've told you is true so far, but I can't tell you this with O'Kelly being in here. I don't understand. What's wrong? Look, when Dan got shot, the man said something that I'm frankly glad the other girls didn't hear, or we'd all be in deep trouble. Calm down, Sage. You won't have to worry about anything getting out. You have our word. Good, because it's important. We're all ears. When the man finished off Danny, he yelled out to what I'm pretty sure was Mr. Devante sends his regards. And that's when he left. Devante? Good lord. I hope you don't mean Paul Devante, do you? I'm pretty sure. But that's why I can't have them know. If something breaks out, the Omertas will have me in a ditch somewhere. But wait, who's Paul Devante, Walter? One of the most brutal Mojave gangsters you'll ever run into. If you have beef with that man, you can consider yourself a loser already. You, you won't let this get out, right? My life depends on it. You have our most sincere promise, Sage. If we can lock this man up somewhere, we'll keep your name out of it. Thank you, detectives. Thank you. body would end up in a ditch somewhere if Ford got out about this? She meant that if the O'Matters found out that she and the other girls had been servicing the victim of another monster, they'd be punished for treachery. But that's not fair. How would they know of matters such as that? You know the O'Matters. They're as paranoid as they are crooked, and especially with that Kachino character acting as a pimp to the girls. He'll let them have it, full on. Well, that's utter nonsense. The actions of whoever this guy was shouldn't fall on them. This is the Gomorrah we're talking about, Bunny. You leave your morality at the door. Yeah, but apparently not your guns. Who could this man be? Uh, that Devante gangster? Devante isn't much of a muscle man these days, Bunny. He's the don of his kingdom now. Back when this, those casino families were nothing but common tribesmen, the Devante clan were the real big shots around town. You need a hand? You best pony up to them. But I'm understanding their days are just about over. Not quite, Bunny, not quite. You see, Devante was a bit out of place when Mr. House wrangled up all the tribes and made them casino owners. So though that was a big loss of power, it left an open playing field for Paul. So now I assume he has to work his way in again if he wants any true leverage? Or so he thought. But the one good thing that would be great about this getting out to the Omeritas is the possibility of a gang war. I'm sure in this state, Devante would lose. That gets rid of one problem. Unfortunately, it looks like innocent people would die in the process. Such a shame, since the work would be done for us. Let the gangsters kill each other, I say. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir, Bunny. How do you know this mafioso anyway, Walter? Oh, Paul used to be a well-known name in these parts. I first saw him at a birthday party for Big Sal once. Quiet fellow. Put on a few pounds since his gang's little decline. <laughs> Not taking it well since the Wonder Years are over. Say, is this the place up here? That's right. Old abandoned ranch house. Oh my goodness, that, that house is falling apart. Yeah, 
must have been some fire way back when. You think we'll actually find something in there? do you think Dan was in for? Ratting out the mob? Skipping town when he was told not to? Ugh, this place is rotting to the core, but oh, I can tell someone was meeting here. You see that over there? A table and some cards. Good observation, Bunny. And this scene looks fresh. See that? Looks like that bourbon wasn't used very long ago. How can you tell? See that bottle? Stainless. No rust. And see that shot glass? Yeah, I see it. Give it a whiff. Oh, um, okay. <coughs> Walter, that burns. That means... It's fresh. Someone was just here a second ago. Could it have been Paul Devonti himself? Him, one of his associates, or perhaps someone that took his place. But let's remind ourselves that not just every wastelander plays a game of Texas Hold'em while sipping a fine drink like this. Well, Walter, those old NCR records would be right about Paul still using this place as a hideout. That's exactly right, Bunt. Wait, what's this? What have you found now? I thought the back of this ace looked funny. Tomorrow, the old office near Nipton, the one with the ham radio. Huh. Well, it looks like we may be intercepting somebody's plan in a 24 hours' time. I don't think we'll have to wait that long, Bunny. Chances are, this was written yesterday. But you said the bourbon might have been poured a second ago. I did. But part of me thinks whoever poured it just left. And the murder of Dan Johnson took place last night. If you ask me, these two bits of evidence might be connected. Are you sure? Well, there's only one way to find out. And besides, if we're wrong, we'll always have this place to return to. Isn't this the definition of being stood up? Yeah, well, Paul don't like it when they run late. Especially the new ones. Tony, you keep a lookout, eh? Right, boss. I don't care if he pulls this off or not. This is the last time I let the new blood handle business this big. I'm telling you, you can't trust these kids these days. Boss, uh, Mr. Devante? Hello? My Don! What the heck is he doing on the ham radio? Want me to get that, boss? Nah, nah, I'll get it. What's the holdup, son? Did you get what we talked about some? I, uh, yeah, I did it, Mr. Devante. Good. Now, where are you? I'm... I'm somewhere else. Why? You need to hide? No, no, boss. What? what uh, yeah. From what, son? Well, the, the truth is, I, I got the job done. Just not done the way you'd like it, really. What? What do you mean? What, well, I uh, popped the guy. Yes, yes, and then what? Well, well, boss, you see, I decided not to wait, and I found his hotel room. I, I was trying to trick him into thinking someone was ready to see him outside the casino, because uh, he had hookers, but, but he caught on. What the... Boy... You better not be telling me what I think you're telling me. I, I had to, boss. 
He saw the wire in my pocket and started to flip. I, I ran him back to his room and I got caught up in the moment. You shot him in his room, didn't you? Didn't you? You shot him stone cold dead right in front of those hookers, didn't you? Uh, I'm sorry, boss. I really am. Oh, I'm gonna make you sorry, all right. Uh, boss, you gotta understand my situation here. I had a good plan, but, but he caught on. No. He caught on because you were dumb enough not to tuck away that friggin' wire in your pocket. But do you even understand what position this puts me in? By now, the whole town knows Danny's sleeping with the fishes, and it won't be long until they find out why he was killed. Don't you see what you've done? I may have to skip town again because of this. Boss, I, I, I got out of there as quick as I could. I, I doubt they even know why. Oh, there's ways. Trust me. Now, where are you? Novak, I, I rented the motel room. Good. Now, what are you planning on doing, Evan? Because, if your schedule's clear, I've got another assignment for you. Oh, anything, boss, anything. Shut up and listen, because you've proved to me how stupid you are. You're going to pay me compensation for this, Evan. Lots of it. You're going to do me two things. You're going to find me money, money that will cover your screw-up, and two, a new hidey hole. I'm done living in that crummy old shack. You do this for me, and I'll wipe away your debt. Oh, boss, bless you. Bless you. I, I uh, can pull a few jobs I have waiting on the side to get me started here. Just stay where you are. Me and Tony are going to meet with you in... Where was that again? Novak? Y yeah, the Dino D Light Motel. You can find me upstairs. Good. And don't you bail on me when we get there, kid. I won't, boss. I won't. Good. I'll see you there. Oh, and kid, if the murders end up finding out about this, I'm putting a bullet through your head. Yeah, boss. You got it. Gotcha, you conniving criminal. Well, that sure sounds like a crabby old man. You were right on the money when you said to come here. And it looks like Evan might be our casino room murderer. Thank goodness for the radios in the car. We may never have been able to intercept that frequency. And I'm glad Mr. Devante wasn't able to get far thanks to that killer. I mean, did you hear that? He was so afraid of his boss he couldn't even face him after that botched killing. No wonder he's still in town. And good thing, too, or we may not have caught him. So, what are we going to do? We're going to storm the office building before Paul and his lackey get away? Classic Walter and Bunny raid? No, Bunny. The meeting in Novak sounds like the best option for us now, if we want to catch these two and Evan. Sounds like to me Paul Devante has himself in quite the pickle. And good thing they're avoiding the emeritus, too. Poor kid really messed up good for them. That must be why the murder was so messy. Poor kid? Some man had to die because of him. Bunny, usually deadbeat mobsters are after other deadbeat mobsters, or just deadbeats in general. Dan Johnson had a good reason to make Paul and his family angry, and I intend to find out who. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You installed the bug okay? <clears throat> yep. Right when our pal Evan bought some souvenirs from the big dino shop. Should all be set up now. Good. Where'd you put it? On the back of the cactus stem. Right by the old TV. Nobody should notice it. Well, Walter, if you ask me, we might have outdone ourselves here. Why, we're just like spies. <laughs> I think you're right, Bunny. Then again, what separates a spy from a detective? We're self-employed. <laughs> oh, look, Walter, that must be them. Good. We can get started. That must be Paul, and the other guy coming up the steps must be a bodyguard. Paul fellow. Nice black suit. That's Paul? He looks darn near 60. Late 50s, I presume. Good observation, though. Got an old black suit and overcoat. Still looking like a penguin who had too much vodka. He's definitely an overweight man. Looks a bit scrunchy in the face. Look, there he goes, right into Evan's room. Put on your headset. The meeting's going to start soon. Right. Oh, bus. Did you find the place okay? Sit down. That's for what you did in the Gamora. Now sit down and shut up. Uh, yeah, boss. <coughs> yeah. I'm going to be keeping tabs on Big Sal after this, you know. And if I get the slightest notion that they caught on, it's curtains for you. You got me? Y yeah. Then, if that point is at an understanding... We'll crack this makeup opportunity open for you immediately. You know those coppers you've been working with? No more. You'll still be working under me. And you know why? Because you still shot that turncoat bastard in the end. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you're still in trouble. But you pull this off, and the casino don't find out, there might be some redeeming to be done. Anything, Mr. Devante, anything. That's right. And as we discussed, you'll be raking in some more dough for the family. But while you do that, you'll be scoping me out a new abode. And I mean a good place. Especially for when the boys come back. Nobody respects a man who gives orders from a rat-infested ranch. I'm way ahead of you, Mr. Devante. Ah, what do you mean? It's a new place, just a few miles from here. Oh, yeah. What is this place? I didn't know at first, but uh, just last week I happened to kill some traders with a business card from the place. Mind if I uh, show it to him, Tony? Pull it out. Slow. Yeah, yeah, you got it, Chief. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> That's the place. <laughs> I thought that was one of those pre-war credit unions with all the security. And you're saying it's safe? Never seen anyone in there before. And I doubt whoever owns it won't want to come back when they see you and the boys inside. <laughs> <clears throat> um, boss? What is it, Tony? I think uh, we should check in on those witnesses down in Freeside. I almost forgot about them. Witnesses? Oh, those witnesses. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. But I think you and Evan should go. Are you sure that's a good idea, boss? Of course I do. I want to check out the new digs. And Evan, this should be good practice for you. Show you how to deal with folks that feel like squealing. Uh, yeah, boss, but do we have to leave so soon? You two, head out to Freeside. I'll meet you later at the new place. Come on, come on. Give us an address. Owen, boss. You might want to take these with you. Thank you, Tony. Now get out of here, the both of yous. Witnesses? What witnesses? Sounds like there was a piece to the puzzle that we missed. But if there's witnesses, we need to get to them before they do. If there's anything more that we need to know, they may have it. That may be true, but what about where Paul's going? I have a plan. You take the car. Follow Paul. I'll follow his two henchmen and see if I can get the jump on them down the road. I could get a little more info about them and their witnesses that way, without going too far. So you do that, and I tail Devonte. I'll make sure to keep a fair distance from him, but... Wait, what about when I find the new hideout? When you find the new place, just head back to the office and wait for me there. Gotcha. Good luck, Walter. Likewise. Stay safe, Bunny. Pretty hard to do this during the daytime. Those two haven't seemed to notice me yet. Just keep your distance, Camry, and they won't spot you. Looks like we're finally about to cross the Novak Bridge. Should give me enough space to hide behind some rocks or something. Hmm. I wonder what those two are talking about. Oh! They're turning around. Better look the other way. Ah, that was close. Guess it's best to look like I'm headed into the town instead of out like they are while I'm on this bridge. Ah, there they go. Almost at the drop-off point of the bridge. Time to move again. Well, I see you, Devonte, but I don't know of any straight buildings along this way. Where could you be going? Oh dear, is that a sandstorm coming up? Well, it looks like a nasty one. Gotta drive a little bit closer. I think you just look this way. Gotta get down. Okay, if he didn't see me, that should have been enough time for him to move on. Oh no, that storm moved in strong. Oh no, I can't... Oh, darn it! I can't see Paul. Oh, now I gotta drive up closer. No, 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 no. Lost him. Well, there they are, about to reach the end of the bridge. Okay, time to move. Gonna be a bad day for your organization, Polly. <laughs> because at this rate, I'd be surprised if you'll ever even own a racket in New Vegas. <laughs> Here's the end of the bridge. Now, if I could just get them both together. Wait, where'd they head off to? Right here, you numbskull. Uh, 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 
Thought you could follow us, eh? Well, here we are. Take that, you copper! You followed your last man, detective. <coughs> Uncle! Hmm. Now, what were you doing following us? And how long? I saw the phony listening device inside of the room, and I knew I never saw that car sitting outside of the motel before. Speak up, you rattle. We'll kick it out of you. <coughs> I'd... <coughs> I'd stop asking questions if I were you. <coughs> oh, yeah? Why? Because when you jumped me, I used my lighter to spark the end of that long-fused dynamite sticking out of your coat pocket. What the... Get that out of your pocket. Ah! It's gonna blow! Grab it! Hurry, grab it! <coughs> and that's why you always carry a lucky lighter, boys. God. Now, the blast didn't hurt you all that bad, so the NCR should have a cozy spot in a cell just for you both. What? The NCR? Don't worry. I don't want the Gamora to know about this. So you don't have to worry about your boss giving you a whooping. But my old friend, Lieutenant Humphrey, should be able to come down on you with just exactly the same strength. Now, let's head back to the motel room. Unless you want to give me a reason to just plug you both. Yes, Humphreys. It's a long story, but I can confirm to you that 110% of these two men are guilty members of the Devante crime family. One of them here we believe is responsible for the murder of Dan Johnson this morning at the Gamora Hotel and Casino. I'll find you later, of course. I just need these two behind bars somewhere. They're dangerous and nearly killed me. Yes. Yes, you'll get all the credit on this one. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Look, just be here before long to pick him up. I need to follow up with Bunny at the telephone, okay? Okay, Humphreys, thank you. Well, boys, I don't know if your ears are working from that dynamite blast, but just in case you didn't hear me, my good friend should be here promptly. My tip, come clean on the first round of questions. They love using those cataprods. <laughs> ah, the phone. Here we are. I'm sure Bunny has some good news for me. Walter and Bunny Investigations, this is Bunny speaking. Bunny, how are you? Did you find the place okay? Bunny? Oh, um, what? Oh, I'm sorry, Walter, but I couldn't find it. What? Why not? It Storm Walter, I could find him. I, I was on his trail, but I lost track. You're kidding me. Darn. We were so close. Maybe we really should have raided the office building back there in the first place. Huh. Well, no worries, Bunny. I made some headway anyway, so we can see what we found out later. I doubt Paul has many places to hide. Walter, I think you should come over here right away. Don't worry, Bunny. I was already planning on it. I mean, um, we really need to overview something else I found. Um, it, it's spectacular. Um, a, a very, very big clue. Really? What is it? It's, um, well, it's kind of complicated. You know, some assorted paperwork, some trinkets. 
see how she's doing. But first, I think I'm going to make a trip to the gift shop. Hmm. All the lights are out. That's strange. Come in, Walter. Thank you. I will. Bunny, why is it so dark in here? Sorry, I was taking a nap while I waited for you. Can you turn on the light to the right of you? I'm blind as a bat over here. Sure thing. Drop the gun, Camry. Paul Devante, I knew you had something to do with that strange phone call. Drop it! All right, all right. You're the boss, after all. There, you see? No gun. Now take your gun out of the side of Bunny's face. She's done nothing to you. Fat chance. I heard about your tricks and not. I'm not gonna fall for him today. Don't worry, Paul. I'm nothing without my gun. But you being here surely proves you were behind Danny's death this morning and the planned break-in of my home. I should have known it'd be this place after you mentioned a business card with your pals Tony and Evan. Smart man, detective. And while you're here, how's about you tell me what became of my two associates? Both of them should be on their way to a nice little NCR cell right about now. What? I thought you'd bring them here! I know, but I think I speak for all of us when I say we don't want the emeritus knowing about this little mishap. If I processed them here, they'd have to know, and Big Sal's paranoia would send some unfortunate souls to their very early graves. We don't want to risk that, and I know that you don't want them to know, because that would create a war which would decimate your whole clan. NCR won't hang Tony, but I'm sure the recent blood on Evan's hands will send him right to the firing squad. <laughs> well... Ain't that the better solution for the both of us? For what it's worth, I'm sorry my idiot rookie caught you and your girl into this mess. What are you doing here, Paul? This was like walking into a trap. More for you than for me. To kill you, of course. I saw that automobile creeping up on me in the desert. So I took the dust storm as a diversion to use my stealth boy. Girlie didn't know I was going away. So when she arrived, I already broke in. That's when I pulled my gat and made her wait on your call. I presume so, since she gave me our secret distress code. Well, what the... It was a thing about the cocktails, wasn't it? You're darn right it was. Well, well, you step back, Camry. I'm the one with the gun here. Oh, are you? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the gun that's pointed at your head right now. What gun? It's a high-powered rifle used by the man who overlooks the little town of Novak. I spoke to him there after Bunny told me she was in trouble. I don't think you would want to toy with this man, Mr. Devante. He's a man who's got nothing to lose. You're... you're bluffing. Yeah, that, that's what it is. You're just trying to scare me. Not me, Paul. Craig Boone, former NCR marksman. 
He can nail a bloatfly from a mile away blindfolded, and he's sure not going to have any trouble killing a fat old man with the use of both of his eyes. I... I'll kill her, Walter! Don't you try me! Nobody's trying anybody, Paul. Besides, have you taken a look at your forehead lately? My... my forehead? What? What? What is that thing? What? You've never seen a red dot sight on a sniper before? I... I'm not playing with you, Walter! I'll blow her head off! But you can't do that. With a snap of my fingers, a bullet would slice through your head before you could even command your finger to pull that trigger. I suggest you drop it, Devante. Boone doesn't play around. I... I... He's getting impatient, Paul. I... Okay, fine, fine. Just don't shoot me. Walter. You made a wise choice, Polly. I... I still see the crosshairs. Just... Please, call him off. Call him off! You really want the sniper to go away? Yes, yes, I beg of you! Okay. Oh, thank you, detective. Thank you. Oh, no need to thank me, Paul. Just thank the Dino Delight gift shop for supplying me with this funny little laser pointer. <laughs> And out of all things, I never would have suspected it was a stealth boy that made the man vanish in thin air. Because trust me, Walter, if he hadn't used it, I would have known where he was going. <laughs> I'm sure you would have, Bunny. Though now I'm just glad Polly found himself a new home, behind bars with Evan and Tony. Good thinking with the atomic cocktail code. I'm sure if I had asked if there was something wrong, Polly would have gotten frantic. Might have hurt you. Oh, I had a gun switcheroo plan in mind for Mr. Devante if he decided to turn it on me for real. But I kept my cool at time of emergency. Funny how I only sounded like a strange woman over the phone and not an insane one. Good for you, Bunny. And Walter, if the NCR is putting the cuffs on Paul, who are Big Sal and the Omertos getting as Dan's murderer? Well, that's all very simple, Bunny. No one. What? Oh, but they won't buy this, as it? Oh, yes, they will, Bunny. Maybe not at first, but I know the Emeritus. With as many cams and criminal ties they sling, Danny's untimely death will just go down in history as another killing in the Gomorrah. <laughs> another reason why never to stay there. See, we never got confirmation as to why Danny was killed. Oh, that was radioed into me by Humphreys, and it's just as predictable as we thought. Danny Johnson was late on a loan repayment. Oh. He was a regular dealer with the Devante family. Took out many loans before and always paid them back. But this time was the source of his demise. Had to skip town a few times, though he was caught by a lookout for Devante at the Gomorrah. That's when he sent Evan to whack him discreetly. And that's when everything else began to unfold, thanks to our bugging equipment. Oh, but Walter, why send your most rookie member to do such a touchy job? Why, that's because Paul's weakness was overconfidence. That's why he thought he had the upper hand by leading me back into my own office. Though early on, he thought since Evan had pulled some jobs for him before, he could pull this one, granting him a spot in the family. Oh, well that makes much more sense when you put it that way. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you, Bunny. Deal with a made man and you could get made yourself. <laughs> Whatever, Walter. I just don't want to wake up with a horse head under my blanket tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Walter and Bunny in 
The Strip. Be sure to stay tuned for Season 2, beginning with The Case of the Gypsy's Curse. After a torturous spell is cast on a young woman, Walter and Bunny race against the clock to find the culprit before her husband gets it next. Will they break the spell or get cursed themselves? Find out next season in The Strip. In the production you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman, Bunny by Sharon Grunwald, Paul by Harrison Bullman, Evan by Weston Urquidy, Sage by Carl Schultens, and O'Kelly by Keith Farrell. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb radio station and smartphone app.